All right, everybody, welcome back to Boozy Bracketology, where we believe in three things, strong drinks, strong opinions, and crowning champions, and that, ladies and germs, is what we are going to be doing today, crowning a champion. We are going to be picking the best Michael Jackson song today, and this is a definitive decision. No arguments can possibly be had once this panel has come up with its decision. This will settle once and for all the burning question of which Michael Jackson song is the best. And to start us off, we are going to go out to Los Angeles, California to meet our first panelist, Scott. How you doing? What you drinking? Do you have any pluggables for us? I'm doing well. Um, I'm excited to be back, but it's also bittersweet because we're going to finish this thing up and it's been just so much fun. Um, so I'll be sad when there are no more tough decisions to make. Um, but I'm, I'm good. I'm excited, though. I think this is going to be rough. We, we, we got a crown of champion from from a lot of juggernauts here. So um, in preparation of that, you know, I've, I've really I have a stomach ache, right, because you know, some of my favorites are gone and some of my other favorites are on the bubble and I just, I can't handle it all. So I, uh, I grabbed a ginger ale to try to settle my stomach a little bit because I, I've just been going through it right now. So um, that's good. I've been plugging away, you know, through the episodes, find, find me somewhere, totally rank. People don't forget Ben Foreman's trivia podcast. I'm all over the place. So appreciate anyone that listens and uh, yeah, I'm just excited. Let's get to it. All right, well, let's take a little jaunt across the Pacific Ocean to meet our next panelist. Uh, down in Australia, we have Natalie. How you doing? What you drinking? And uh, do you have any pluggables? I'm doing very well, thank you. The The mimosa um, did well for me last recording, so I'm going to stick with that this time around. And I've got Michael here again helping me out with these decisions. I, I don't have any pluggables for myself, so I will just say in the last recording I, I stepped you through the experience of seeing the way Billie Jean was staged uh, in the 1996 tour. So if you haven't seen it, do yourself a favour, jump on YouTube. I don't think the Sydney one is on there, but there's plenty of other ones on there that, um, that show the, the same concert. So go ahead and have a look at that. All right. Well, thank you, Natalie. And while stars fall on Alabama, I'm not sure much else is falling on Alabama, but we're falling on Alabama because Mike is our next panelist. Mike, how you doing? What you drinking? And do you have any pluggables, possibly music related? <laughs> uh, yes, Jeff. Good evening. Uh, and this is this is the reason why you're a much better host than I am. I completely forgot to ask anybody for their pluggables last uh, episode. Uh, before handing things over to you, uh, I'm doing well. I am still uh, sticking with pumpkin beers, although this one is a little bit different. This is actually a sour ale with pumpkin pie spiced blend and toasted marshmallow flavor. Uh, it's called the pumpkin pie treat. It's from Prairie Artisan Ales. So we'll give this one a pop here and see how it is. Interesting. Interesting. Actually, that's really, really good. <laughs> I I wasn't sure entirely what I was expecting, but uh, I'm not I'm not usually a sour ale person, but I actually really enjoy that. So that's gonna that's gonna play nicely uh, throughout these decisions. And uh, 
And to the point regarding pluggables, uh, yes, actually in um, four days as of this recording and about <laughs> it'll be out almost two months by the time this airs. Uh, <laughs> I have a uh, we have a little music project uh, myself, uh, our host here, Jeff, and another friend of ours from high school have a little music project called the dad bods. It's uh music by parents, about parents, uh, for parents and about parenthood. Uh, just uh, the trials and tribulations, the laughter and the tears and all that kind of fun stuff. Uh, it's just a six song EP. It's dropping. Uh, it will have dropped. The time is weird uh, when you're doing these recordings as far in advance, uh, but it, uh, it will have dropped on August 29th. Uh, take a listen. Uh, I'll post because I'm, I'm drawing a blank uh, on I think it's dadbodsmusic.bandcamp.com. Uh is the uh, location for that. Uh, come give us a listen, check us out. Uh, I think you can also search for us on YouTube as well. Uh, we're really excited about it. We were able to get in a recording studio about a year ago and uh, bash it out. It's <laughs> doesn't sound, I think I said this in a previous episode, it doesn't sound anything like Michael Jackson. It's more like an alternative indie rock style, but uh, we really enjoy it. We hope you do too. Uh, yeah, that's all I have to say about that. And time is indeed weird when you're doing these podcasts because while that pumpkin beer is going to feel real seasonal while you, the listener, are consuming this episode, it's a bit weird for someone to be drinking a pumpkin ale while it's 100 degrees outside. <laughs> True. It's late August and there's a heat dome over the southeastern U.S. We're going to go to somewhere where it's pretty much always hot, Las Vegas, Nevada, for the first of the Spees Brothers, John. How you doing? What you drinking? Uh, and do you have any pluggables? I'm doing well. Um, I am finishing off uh, my Wagner 2016 uh, ice wine um, because this goes as a perfect dessert for the bowl of Hormel chili that I had for dinner. No, <laughs> got to stay classy. Um, and for my pluggables, I'm also going to plug uh, music. A couple episodes ago, I plugged a single that I had called Fallen. Uh, with a uh, singer named uh, Kay Kaylee Jade. Uh, but I'm going to plug somebody else's signal because I co-wrote the song. Um, uh, a friend of mine named Kiara Williams, K-I-A-R-A -A Williams, I put out a single called Moonview that I helped her write and I helped produce it. And I'm really proud of that song too because they basically came to me um, with just four chords and a melody and I was honestly able to take the song and turn it into something that I think we were all very proud of. So I'm particularly proud of my role as producer on that one. So I'm going to plug that one. Awesome. Well, listener, you've got a lot of lists of mus uh, music to listen to beyond the Michael Jackson songs that we're talking about today. We have one more panelist to talk about, and we're going down to LaGrange, Georgia for Adam Spees. Adam, how you doing? What you drinking? And, uh, do you have any pluggables? Uh, I'm doing fantastic tonight, and I am still drinking the Laphroaig 10-year cast strength. I have some pluggables. If you want to hear me be way less raunchy because my brother told me I had to be so that his son could actually listen to our trivia podcast, hmm. go check out Throwback Trivia Takedown. It's, it's way cleaner, and it's just decent, fun pop culture trivia, and you're not going to get any of the gross Adam that you probably hate, but I love. So there you go. Well, we're going to get on. Uh, I suppose I should talk about what I'm drinking. I'm having the uh, Bombshell Brewing Oktoberfest from Bombshell Brewing uh, just down the road here in Holly Springs, North Carolina. Uh, one of the uh, few female-owned breweries here in the Old North State, uh, so that's pretty cool. 
but we are going to go ahead and get started. Our first matchup for the Elite Eight is going to be a really easy decision between Billy Jean and Black or White. Uh, and Scott is going to have the privilege of making this one for us. Well, starting it off at least. Yeah. Uh, before that, I, ju- I just I want to start off by by saying, you know, if you went to someone and you said, hey, I'm doing a, a Michael Jackson best songs bracket and we're in the Elite Eight, I think they'd say to you, oh, right. So you're going to talk about bad. No, nope, bad's not there. Oh, beat it. Nope. Sorry, not beat it. <laughs> well, obviously thriller, right? Nope, not thriller. So I just want to shout out Boozy Bracketology because it's the only place where something like this could happen. Uh, so shout out to Boozy Bracketology and its tremendous ability to get things wrong. Um, <laughs> which, I mean, has been the hallmark for years now. So I, everything is on brand. Um, and I, listen, I'm part of the problem. I voted against all three of them. So I'm not by any means absolving myself. Um, I'm just sticking to the brand of what you guys are putting out there. So um, with that in mind, uh, we have two songs here that I would think people would expect to be in an Elite Eight for best Michael Jackson songs in Billie Jean and Black or White. And this is unbelievably hard. Um, you know, on the last episode, I, I talked a lot about Black or White and it's kind of personal meaning to me as a child of mixed race and, you know, just something that really, really spoke to me. Um and, and that remains true. And we've talked throughout this entire series about, you know, Michael's political messages and, and the way that he delivers those in songs and the way that he tells stories in songs and the music videos. And Black or White really kind of has all of that. Um, you get a little bit of, of all of that in that. And then there's Billie Jean, which, you know, another thing that was brought up last episode was, you know, you kind of have fun Michael against political Michael and you have storyteller Michael you know, maybe against rocker Michael, you have all these different Michaels, right? And, and Billy Jean is interesting because it's, it's fun, Michael, but really it's also storyteller, Michael, right? Because this is, this is a story that he's telling about Billy Jean. And so you are compelled to listen, not only because the song itself is enjoyable and it's sung tremendously and it's performed well, but you do want to, you know, learn more as the, the verses go you know, more about the situation. And so it's it's nice that you get a blend there of Storyteller Michael with Fun Michael, because I think a lot of times Storyteller Michael goes with Rocker Michael or it goes more political Michael. But in this sense, you get a fun story in Billie Jean. Um, and again, you know, Natalie's got the the 96 concert with Billie Jean. You know, I you know, we think about the, the Motown celebration with the moonwalk for the first time. There are just so many classic things that go alongside Billie Jean. It's it's really more than just a song at this point. It's more than just a music video. It's it's anyone can, you know, you think Michael Jackson, you think Billie Jean, you think the hat, you think the gloves, you think the sparkly jacket, the moonwalk, the, you know, the part in the music video when the, the tiles on the ground start to light up as he's dancing. It, it's just everything. It's everything that Michael possibly had to give. And I think that it's just one of his absolute best songs. I'm going to vote for Billie Jean. All right, and Billy Jean picks up its first vote. And Scott references our uh, motto, the wrongness is part of the charm. You can find, actually, merchandise with that on our uh, on our Patreon. Mike, correct me if I'm wrong about this. Uh, yep. So look us up on Patreon. Uh, go find us on Discord if you want to talk about and complain about any of the decisions we've made here. Uh, Pub Trivia Experience, Boozy Bracketology is our server. Come yell at us. We can take it. 
But can Natalie take the pressure of having Billie Jean handed to her with a 1-0 lead? I certainly can. Jeff, I think you were being facetious when you were saying, oh, they're a really easy decision, but it actually is a really easy decision. And and if if you haven't read between the lines so far, it's time to let the cat out of the bag. Not only is Billie Jean my favourite Michael Jackson song, it's my favourite song of all time. So there is no way that I will be voting against it. Um, the Scott, you you summed it up beautifully, I think, in so many different ways with all the different points that you made. Uh, I was going along a similar line in terms of thinking if if you went up to anyone pretty much of any age and said to them, we're down to the top four Michael Jackson songs, what do you reckon they are? I think they probably would have said, beat it, Thriller, Billie Jean and Bad. And Billie Jean's the only one that's left. They're, <laughs> they're the ones that everybody knows and everybody knows them for a reason. And Billie Jean is the the sole survivor of, of what I think other people might think differently, but what I think most people around the world would pull out as the Michael Jackson songs that they know. So for for that and so many other reasons, Billie Jean gets my vote without question. Black and White's a good song too, by the way, though. (laughs) (laughs) Well, a little half-acid reference to its opponent, but Billie Jean takes a 2-0 lead heading into Mike's opinion. See, I'm actually gonna gonna disagree with Natalie. To me, this is, is a tough decision. Uh, I wasn't sure whether Jeff whether Jeff was joking or not. Um, to to her point and Scott's point, you 100. If you were to ask someone, you know, oh yeah, we're doing a Michael Jackson bracket, and they had you know had to, what's the first song that popped in their head? A lot more people are gonna say Billie Jean than Black or White. And a- again, I think I've alluded to this in a couple episodes. There's there's part of me that always. When that happens, the contrarian part of me wants to push in the other way and really wants to to feed the underdog and sort of go in that direction. And with Black or White, that is not hard because Black or White is a fantastic song. But God, I, I, I love it so much and I just keep coming back to it's not Billie Jean. Uh, I, there's, so as much as the contrarian part of me wants to vote for it i just think billy jean is it's certainly the more iconic song and if i'm gonna put if i'm gonna put one of these songs on i'm gonna put them both on because because i love i love them both so much but i think that i think billy jean just has that little extra something special about it it's got several it's got several different I, you know i'm gonna put it this way i think it's got a couple different ways that it hooks you in uh it you know there's just several different music parts the um you know the the bass line and then the bum 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 and then of course the vocal and, and and you know black or white when i think of black or white really at the end of the day it's that guitar riff at the beginning and obviously the the uh you know the the chorus of sorts if you're thinking about my baby that part i i think billy jean is just uh it's it's got more 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 layers to it i guess in in a from a music a musical sense there's a lot more going on there's a lot to sink your teeth into I love black or white and, uh, but I would count and I'd probably count both of these uh, easily top five Michael Jackson songs, but I kind of have to agree with, with Scott and Natalie here. Uh, it's Billie Jean. Well, our panel does not need to think twice. Billie Jean is moving on. We want to hear from our next, uh, panelist though, John, I, uh, how do we get this one? I mean, in the end, we probably got it right. 
But here's the thing. To Scott's point, you know, with Billie Jean, you get fun Michael and storyteller Michael. And with Black or White, you get political Michael and rocker Michael. But to me, you also get fun Michael with Black or White. And I find myself in my, you know, with having gone through his discography so many times since I was a kid, actually really coming back to Black or White as a song. And I kind of would say that nowadays I would actually go to it more than I even go to Billie Jean. Um, did we get it right? Probably. Uh, but I'm still not going to let uh, Black or White uh, get swept. I'm going to give it a vote. All right. Well, it's 3-1. Uh, I guess we should hear from Adam. <laughs> <If> you want <laughs> to. Why not? It doesn't matter, uh, but you're going to hear from me. Um, Billie Jean is iconic. It's amazing. Absolutely fantastic. And I understand people voting for it but it's not black or white in my opinion. I think black or white is the better song. And I also want to throw some love. I believe black or white is the last song on the list that I, I think that has a rap interlude that has hmm. a put in the middle protection for gangs, clubs and nations causing grief in human relations. It's a turf war on a global scale. Cause we're out of here. Both sides of the tail. See, it's not about races, just places, faces where your blood comes from is where your space is. I've seen the bright getting teller. I'm not going to spend my life being a color. I love that. Not going to spend my life being a color. That is a great I'm, line. And I could have spent the rest of my life without hearing you do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I'm never going to have to do it again because unfortunately I didn't get my say. Um, but our I, say. Our say. Because yes, the Spees brothers are united. Black or white, I think, should have won, but it will not. And Billie Jean, which is a great song, is moving on. Well, the Spees brothers were united, but they got dirt kicked in their eye anyway, <laughs> as Black or White falls to Billie Jean, three to two. Uh, we are moving on. Uh, Natalie is going to start us off on this one, the uh, second of the Elite Eight matchups. It will be between Remember the Time and Man in the Mirror. Natalie? So I haven't really put much thought into this one because I've gotten to know my fellow panellists over the last few recordings and I'm pretty confident I know which way this one is going to go. That being said, I do not want anyone to be able to use something in the next round to say that Man in the Mirror swept and Billie Jean didn't. So I'm giving my vote to remember the time just to keep that little point of argument away from people which may be required for the next round so yeah i'm giving it to remember the time for those reasons all right remember the time has a one nil lead do we have a money ball situation on our hands mike this one's going to you <laughs> uh we we might but uh it certainly won't be coming from me uh, <laughs> i um I love I love some of the strategy that's going on here, though. I, I just I I'm not a very strategic picker. I just kind of go with ultimately what what I feel in the moment, uh, which is very frequently wrong. And I try to own those moments when I when I uh, feel that I'm wrong later on down the line. No, um, this. Yeah. To, to Natalie's point, this is not going to come as a shock. I already tipped my hand in the previous episode at the previous vote, uh, which I actually didn't even vote for. Remember the time last time I voted for love never felt so good. Uh, and. I alluded to in that vote, either one of those were going to lose to Man in the Mirror, which uh, is just, it's uh, definitely a top five Michael Jackson song for me. I, I have not actually truly given consideration to what would be my favorite, favorite Michael Jackson song, but it would be on the list. Uh, Man in the Mirror is getting my vote here. 
All right, man in the mirror evens it up. John, you were a man in the mirror skeptic in the last round. How do you feel in this round? Well, I'm uh, I'm not at all a bitter and spiteful person. <laughs> that's not my brother. Uh, that's not the brother I know. <laughs> oh wait, I am absolutely a bitter and uh, spiteful person, and I definitely think Thriller uh, should have uh, should have been the one sitting in this position. But I cannot, in good conscience, vote. Remember the time into the final four. <laughs> Not a not a chance. At least Man in the Mirror is a good song. I will give it Man in the Mirror. All right, Man in the Mirror takes a two one lead heading into Adam's vote. All right, I, I was half scared there, John. You did. You seriously got me scared. Even though I think I know what Scott would do, I still he can sometimes you know subvert expectations. Um, yeah, there's there's no way I don't even need to bring it up anymore, and I'll save any talking for the next round, which will be a slugfest. Um, Man in the Mirror is the better song for the compared to Remember the Time. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Man in the Mirror is moving on, and yet again, we have an Australian finding herself on the wrong end of a 3-1 scoreline. <laughs> <laughs> moving oh, to Scott. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're flaring up my post-traumatic uh, <laughs> World Cup disorder here. Yeah, right. Jeff? <laughs> hey, you guys oh, got you further than we did. than the Americans. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you did. Y'all got further than we did. <laughs> <laughs> that hit all of us at the exact same time, I think. That <laughs> thought right then. <laughs> well, Man in the Mirror got further than Remember the Time because that's where my vote's going, so... <laughs> Yeah, well, the the person who is on record as saying that "Man in the Mirror" is his favorite Michael Jackson song Said shockingly votes for "Man in the Mirror." <laughs> <laughs> and we have "Man in the Mirror" moving on. We are moving on, and Mike is going to start us off with an intriguing Elite Eight matchup between our Cinderella sixteen seed, "Wanna Be Starting Something," and Earth Song. Yeah, so um, at the Earth Song versus Bad matchup in the previous round, what was very difficult for me, and even though I did throw my vote to Bad, uh, I was not at all disappointed to see Earth Song moving on because it really is a fantastic song. I love, I love the way it builds. Uh, I loved, I loved Adam's point about when it comes on in his playlist. He's like, "Wait, did did my did my audio just cut off? Did my headphones die? What's going on?" Uh, it does. It definitely has that quality. Uh, but then when it kicks into that second half, oh boy, it takes you along for the ride. Um, actually, uh, both of these songs have that similarly in a sense of because they both have that second half of that song that is just infectious and impossible not to not to just get swept up in the wave of that whole thing. Um, the the problem is is that want to be starting something has it in the first half too. Uh, I think that the one of the things that made uh, my vote a little bit easier between Bad and Earth Song is because I I was pretty certain regardless I was going to be giving want to be starting something my vote over either of them and that's the case here. Uh, it's just it's such a fantastic song. It, it like I said it 
it kind it it brings it brings you in perfectly to itself and also to the thriller album and it just it takes you along for that ride it's got some really interesting lyrics as we discussed before and there's that part at the end where it just kicks in and you've got the backing vocals going mama say mama say and and the way michael riffs over that it's just it's so compelling it's so interesting you have to you got to be made of stone not not to get moving a little bit i think when when uh that song comes on so want to be starting something's getting my vote all right next votes to john um it it really shouldn't be a mystery if you've paid attention to how i voted as to which way i'm going to go um I'm pretty sure I only voted for Earth Song in the very first matchup because I didn't care about Will You Be There. Um, but for me, it's never been a song I go to. It's a good song. I like the build, but it does it does take way too long. And I want to be moving. I want to be grooving. I want to be starting something. It gets my vote. All right, want to be starting something is up 2-0, trying to become the first 16 seed, I believe, in Boosie Bracketology history to make the Final Four. Uh, Adam, how, you do, how do you feel about this one? I think these songs are two of my top 10 MJ songs, and I love them, and it's very difficult. Um, in my own personal bracket, I had Will You Be There going further. I, it was, it was going to make it to past this on my own personal bracket but as partially my my love for free willy um also mj <laughs> loves freeing his willy but that's totally separate that's another thing um oh it's sorry my bad um these two songs are absolutely amazing and, I, and i'll throw it out there again want to be something the catchiest michael jackson song of all time i think without question earth song maybe maybe his most passionate intense song of all time and my vote is going to go to the song that I put on when I uh, I used to work for a startup company and we had a there was a four way Pac-Man game that we would play each other and like um, and we would like you had to eat other Pac-Man or whatever. It was like a battle game, whatever we had it in our company. I was the champion uh, in one of the years and the song I put on. Because we also had like a little, you know, music thing next to us that I put on to pump me up to play while we were playing is the song I'm choosing. And that's Earth Song, because it was so good that like it was a slow build that by the time like it got intense into the game, I was like, done. Yeah, yes. I, I, it is so intense. It's so emotional. Earth Song is going to get my vote here. Earth Song gets its first vote. Scott. Well, the only time I've ever used Earth Song to pump me up was maybe for a nap. <laughs> I can't, can't really think of, of any other reason that would be a pump up song. Um, but I'll, I'll, I'll get back to Earth Song in, in, in a minute. Um, you know, want to be starting something. It's, it's really been on this journey. The journey within the journey with me is I was, you know, a heavy, heavy, supporter of it to dethrone beat it which it did and I've, I've really been a supporter of it and then it came to the last episode and i completely turned on it <laughs> because it was against dirty diana and dirty diana's in my you know probably top four favorite mj songs and so now like i i find myself you know in this weird love hate relationship with want to be starting something thanks to this bracket earth song has been one that i've been voting for 
every round because I I agree with Adam. It's it's definitely one of his most politically charged and passionate songs. Certainly one of his most powerful songs. And you know, again, I think there's something to be said about potentially having one of those types of songs in the you know final four because I, I do think that style. I think having representatives from all the different styles of Michael is is pretty cool and pretty interesting, right? And it's just a great song in its own right. So it's not like it would only be there because of that. It would actually be there on its own merits as well, because it is a great song. But want to be starting something, like, I feel that relationship turning back around again, because, <laughs> like, it, Mike, Mike really put it the best, like, an Earth song, you have to wait and wait and wait to have fun and, and want to be starting something. It's you, right from the very beginning. It, it you know, and you, you enjoy it all the way through. And in the words of the great Paula Cole, I don't want to wait. <laughs> Give me the fun right now. God, you love, your Dawson. you love your Dawson's Creek. Oh, yo, not as much as you love Katie Holmes in the gift. Yeah, Let's not even baby. Oh. Yeah, Let's baby. Not even. Um, yeah, anyways, Pacey for life. Yeah, I'm going to vote for Wannabe starting something. <laughs> All right, and we, uh, with a little detour into the Lilith Fair world there, we uh, we have Wannabe starting something moving forward. Uh, surprisingly, I've not watched a single episode of Dawson's Creek, despite the fact that it was filmed almost entirely in my home state. We are going to see if Natalie thinks we got this one right. Yes, I think that we did. Um, that That's where my vote was going to go. I, I actually think that the wannabe stud and something beat it matchup probably made more sense here than, than when it came in the bracket. Um, but it beat, beat it back when it um, met it. Gosh, there's a lot of short <laughs> words happening here. I need to get out of this loop I'm in. Um, but yeah, I think I think Earth Song's probably the more important song, but Wanna Be Starting Something is the better song. And if I had to choose between the two which one I was going to listen to, it would be Wanna Be Starting Something. So more than happy that it is moving on. All right. Well, our final four so far is a one seed, a 10 seed, and a 16 seed. So just for you betters out there, uh, I hope you all had that one uh, <laughs> charged up. Hey, trivia lovers, want to get the pub trivia experience in an interactive way? Check out Liquid Courage Entertainment. With a wide range of offerings online, LK has you covered, streaming a wide variety of trivia games on Twitch with one-of-a-kind formats like Tringo, Guestimate, Mega Sheep, and more. Or check out the World Trivia Federation. With 36 hours to answer each quiz and no obligation, the WTF is the perfect solution to scratch that trivia itch on your own time. Come see us at twitch.tv slash liquid underscore courage or check out patreon.com slash liquid courage to join the WTF for as little as $2 a month. That's liquid courage with a K. Innovative, interactive, intoxicating. Uh, our final, final four entry will be either Don't Stop Till You Get Enough or Smooth Criminal. Pretty interesting decision in my opinion. Jean, you get to start us off with it. So uh, I love both of these songs. Um, I, I, do I do think that both of these songs deserve to be in this kind of elite eight uh, matchup. Um, and this one is difficult because despite the fact that the songs are really only maybe eight to 10 years apart from each other, um, 
they're very different and very similar at the same time because they're still Michael. Um, I, I swear that the guy just transcends all genres. Doesn't really matter. Um, and I like kind of what Scott said about like, you know, representing the different eras of of Michael in uh, you know in these kind of these later matchups. But this isn't a representative bracket. This is a best of bracket. And in a best of world, Smooth Criminal gets the best of Don't Stop Till You Get Enough. Smooth Criminal gets my vote. Smooth Criminal gets one vote. How does the other Spee's brother sound, feel? The Spee's, this other Spee's brother has two words for you. Disco fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that is three uh, words. Shut up. I have the, the, the Georgia uh, education system on my side. Uh, and math wasn't part of that. <laughs> but don't stop till you get enough does not suck. Disco or not, I will throw that, or I'll, I will say that I appreciate the song and I agree with my brother that MJ um, goes beyond genres. And even though I'm not a fan of the style, I can listen to this song damn near any time but my brother is 100 right it ain't smooth criminal smooth criminal even though it has seemingly had an easy path it would have sliced and diced its way all the way here no matter what because it is a phenomenal song i'm absolutely giving my vote to smooth criminal all right so smooth criminal takes a two no lead scotty are we okay are we okay? Are we okay, Scotty? <laughs> oh, we're great. We're great. The only the only thing that makes me not okay is that we I haven't really gotten the chance to talk a lot about Smooth Criminal yet because it's steamrolling the competition. Right. I have so many things to say about it, but I can continue to save them for later. Smooth Criminal, of course. All right. Smooth Criminal is moving on. Natalie, let's hear from you. So... I do feel like Smooth Criminal's been, as I said earlier, as we've all sort of referenced, it's just been having an easy run and, and I know there's no way to stop it now from this round, but I'm going to throw my vote to Don't Stop Till You Get Enough because I think it deserves a bit of love. I don't think it deserves to get swept, so it's going to get my vote. Natalie, feeling a little sympathy for Don't Stop Till You Get Enough. Uh, and Mike, how do you feel about this one? You know, there. so in my head, uh, don't stop till you get enough and want to be starting something or are linked in a weird way. But I, it, it's partially that stop start in the, in the title, but it, but it's, it's also, they were the opening tracks right on their, their two successive albums. And it's the dramatic difference between the two of them. So I really kind of wanted that matchup to happen in the final four, but I can't, I can't argue that we didn't get this one right now. Yes. Smooth criminal. Yes. Okay. It it has has an e has had an easy run to get here, and to Scott's point, we haven't talked about it a whole lot for that reason. Um, but it is a f absolutely fantastic song. That it that baseline, oh my gosh, it just it just brings you along, and the way that um, the way that guitar uh, takes over in the middle while Michael riffs over it, it's just 
and and the, and the the stop start when it when it hits the the post chorus type of part. So many great things about Smooth Criminal that uh, we will continue to talk about in the next round. Uh, but I just wanted to say say a little something about it. Uh, it's going to get my vote as well. You don't stop till you get enough. I think this was I think this is the proper place for it. Uh, the the I do kind of uh, think it's interesting that we've got uh, two thriller songs going up against uh, two bad songs. So we're gonna see how this uh, this plays out. All right, so uh, we have a four-one win for Smooth Criminal. It rounds out our final four. We're going to jump right into that final four. Our first final four matchup, Billy Jean versus Man in the Mirror. Uh, they're all tough decisions from here on in, folks. Adam gets to start us off with this one. I, I do not want to start this at all. Uh, and it's insanely difficult. Um, and I do appreciate, you know, if you guys go and listen to my uh, the th- uh, Blast From Our Past top 10 MJ songs. Hashtag plug for Blast From Our Past podcast. Um, but still, like I have, I know what like I say on that podcast, but things change over time. And Natalie also has a very, you know, strong debate in that Billie Jean is his preeminent song it is it is his signature song if you would say if he had a signature song it could be that one and i adore it i absolutely freaking adore it you know it it is um it's the more iconic music video by far in this matchup lighting up the sidewalk you know as he's walking down during a performance of billy jean is where he showed off his moonwalk, which became his signature dance move. And hence his signature dance move tied into maybe his signature song. But man in the mirror, (laughs) man in the mirror is something special for me. Man in the mirror is a song I can listen to at absolutely any moment. And I, 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 I don't like set, saying things this early because I'm afraid, like, do I just lay everything out right now and just like not, um, you know, worry about a buzzer beater later or do I, do I just blow it all now? Cause I don't know where things are going. And so fuck it. You guys are going to have to listen to me for a second. So I'm just going to drop everything <laughs> and then I'll still buzzer beater and, and repetitive be repetitive later if I have to. So I think we're going against like two number one songs here, basically like they, these songs have both been phenomenal, but there is um, something gentle and sweet about Man in the Mirror. And when you listen to it, it turns so introspective. The themes make you think about yourself and make you want to be a better person. I adore that. I love that. I think Michael really, even though he didn't write the song, this was not a Michael written song. This is one that he took on and he turned it into his own. And I absolutely love that. So the social statements about it are amazing. The use of choir, just literally think about the use musically, the use of a choir in this song is probably the best use of choir in any Michael Jackson song. Maybe one of the best uses of choir in songs, period. And the thing I, I got to drop a couple other things here because I'm really <laughs> scared that, that, that 
Billie Jean's gonna beat it. Not even just the best use of choir. I think Men in the Mirror has the best key change in music history. Because when he says, if you want to make the world a better place, take a look at yourself and make that. And in my head, I always say key change. And then the key change it. And it's absolutely phenomenal. It is an amazing, literally that key change gets me every time in the best of ways. And then my final thing I have to say When Michael Jackson died and they had his funeral and his memorial at the Staples Center, it's called something else now. I don't even care, but it's always the Staples Center for me. When his casket at the end was being pulled off and and kind of moved off and carried off by his brothers. The song that was playing was the introduction, the instrumental version part of Man in the Mirror. And I think that says something as to how special this song is. So out of fear that this song won't move on, I had to lay it all out there. Please vote for Men in the Mirror because it's the better song. All right. And Adam has already laid early claim to a buzzer beater here. We're going to move on to Scott. How do you feel? This is one nil coming to you. I feel very similarly to Adam, actually, in the sense that I'm also struggling with, do I lay everything out on the line now and potentially take away any leverage? But because I'm looking at the order and I know that John is last in this round and I already know where he's going, the buzzer beater kind of becomes irrelevant, right? So it is good to get the information out there. This is by far, and it will be no matter what, the hardest matchup of of this entire bracket for me it does even regardless of which song wins here and what song wins the next round the championship round for me won't be as difficult as this one jeff you mentioned it i did say in the last episode that man in the mirror is one of my absolute favorite michael jackson songs and if you ask me you know tomorrow like depending on the day i have four different answers like i have i i can never narrow it down to one but i can narrow it down to four and both of these are in that four so these are absolutely two of my favorite Michael Jackson songs. Billie Jean is his magnum opus for all the reasons that everyone has said throughout this entire, it, it's it's almost <laughs> criminal, which maybe, maybe we'll get to talk about <laughs> It's almost criminal to not have that advance and be in the finals because of what that song is. Like that song's synonymous with him and he is synonymous with that song. That is his song. Uh, you look up Michael Jackson in the dictionary, it says Billie Jean. Uh, it says a lot of other things too that we won't get into, but it, it also says Billy. <laughs> but it also says Billy Jean. Um, but Man in the Mirror is—I I mean, the the funeral thing that Adam mentioned—I I do think that is important to think about. Like of the entire catalog, of the entire discography, that's what was chosen to be the final image of Michael Jackson. You know, the final public image there. It, you know. And what I love, I mean, Adam mentioned the key change, like that's incredible, but just the lyrics of that song, see the kids in the street with not enough to eat. Who am I to be blind pretending not to see their need? This song was released in February of 1988. And in May of 1988, Michael Jackson went to Rome and he visited a bunch of sick kids, you know, didn't have much and he donated 
100,000 pounds. So he actually did what he said in the song. Like, who was he? He was not blind to pretend to see their need. He actually practiced what he preached. And there just aren't many people, not only in music, but just in the world who really can't do that. Later that year, he went to Wembley Stadium. He presented Prince Charles and Princess Diana with a 450,000 pound donation to use for children's hospitals. Like he was walking the walk that he said in the song, a song that he did not write, but realized that it was uh, that it meant so much to him personally that he actually took it upon himself to make the changes that he was singing about. And that to me gives it the edge over Billie Jean because it's not just a song. It was an actual alteration of his life in the way that he carried himself. Not that he wasn't philanthropic beforehand, he was, but for him to put that out there publicly where now it's eyes are on him like, hey man, you're a fraud if you don't practice what you preach, which we see from a lot of artists who say a lot of things and do a lot of things and don't back it up. But the fact that he did makes this more than a song for me. And that's why it's going to get my vote. All right. Man in the Mirror takes a 2-0 lead. Fun fact, Man in the Mirror co-writer Glenn Ballard would later go on to produce and co-write a lot of the songs on Alanis Morissette's Jagged Little Pill. Uh, just thought that was an interesting little tidbit for our listeners here yeah, we are a little bit ironic once. yeah you live Don't you, you think <laughs> <laughs> all right well uh, we move on to uh natalie who has uh if not a hand perhaps a vote in her pocket <laughs> well i just i feel like adam and scott have kind of made all of my arguments for me already so adam as you said like that motown 25 Michael presented the moonwalk, presented those moves, presented the iconic, we're going to use that word again, sorry, Jeff, the iconic Michael Jackson phenomena that he is that has stayed true until this day. And, you know, Michael Jackson didn't write Man in the Mirror, but guess what he did write? He wrote Billie Jean. And we're trying to decide the best Michael Jackson song here. So, you know, are we going to go with one that he sang really well? He sang it really well. Or are we going to go with one that he wrote, that he embodied, that came from his soul and that he also sang kind of a You're saying he embodied a woman named Billie Jean who had a a legitimate (laughs) child? (laughs) The song, the storyteller, the storyteller. Um, You referenced that both songs are number ones, Yes. But in Boozy Bracketology land, Billie Jean is the number one seed. Man in the Mirror is number, what was it, 10 something? I don't know. Can't remember. Can't remember. That, I know That's Billie because Jean Man in the, the Mirror is so good seed. it didn't need him to be in the music video. Yeah. So it's low on this list. He didn't have to appear in the video. I didn't interrupt you, Scott. I didn't interrupt you when you were speaking. <laughs> and then, Scott, you helped out as well by saying it's his magnum opus. What are we doing here, people? What is our job? Our job is to choose the best Michael Jackson song. And, Scott, you said it yourself. His magnum opus is Billie Jean. It's Billie Jean. Um, and also, Scott, you kind of committed, look, I've got four different answers on what my best favourite Michael Jackson song is. I've got one. And every true Michael Jackson fan should only have one. And that one should be Billie Jean. It's been my favourite song for almost 40 years. Nothing has surpassed it in 40, well, almost. I am older than 40, but it hasn't. <laughs> I only came across it when I was about 10. So almost 40 years. 
nothing has surpassed it. It's a phenomena in and of itself. It absolutely should be in the final two. It's getting my vote. And if I could give it five votes, I would, as you can probably tell. <laughs> uh, I think Natalie's going to fight uh, Adam for the buzzer beater here. This is uh, <laughs> interesting. Based on how another Michael votes, Mike Mott, it's two to one to you. How do you vote? Oh man, I I love this matchup and I hate this matchup. Uh, so I I've, I mentioned my wife. I think I think it was in the previous episode, but uh, she she's she's not uh, not super into into music. But I mentioned, you know, she asked, "Oh, what bracket are you guys doing tonight?" And I said, "Oh, we're deciding the best Michael Jackson song." And she goes, "Oh," she goes, and literally she goes, "Hmm, I guess probably Billie Jean." Or maybe man in the mirror. Like it was literally always like that. Like that was what she said. And so I, I took a look at the bracket and I was like, okay, well th there is a very high likelihood that those could face off. And I was kind of hoping that it would, it had the possibility of being in the championship. But I, when I looked, I was like, okay, it could be a final four. And it, and I wasn't sure it was going to come to pass, but it did. And so this is, it's just really interesting. Um, so much has been said on both sides that I think is, uh, is relevant here uh, right, right off the bat, uh, something we haven't touched on as much recently, but I think we talked about it in the earlier episodes about, uh, and it's, and it's a completely personal decision about how you want to do this, but do you attempt to separate the music from the video or the music from the artist with someone like Michael Jackson? That's incredibly difficult, uh, especially with a song like Billie Jean that was so, intertwined with his image for the reasons that Natalie just discussed. Uh, it's a hard song to listen to in a vacuum for lack of a better way of putting it without, you know, think without picturing him on that stage and picturing, you know, him suddenly like sliding into that moonwalk and the audience just erupting at how fucking cool that was. And it's still fucking cool. Like to this day, it's just like amazing. And, and man in the mirror to me doesn't have that same, imagery and what what i find interesting about that is that works both for and against it in some ways when you're discussing michael jackson who very much the visual was part of his artistry especially in the 80s when mtv was taking off and he was doing all these like epic music videos and i i sound like i'm stalling for time there's a reason uh because there's part of me that well, there's not part of me. I do, I do, but I don't want to make want to make a decision one way or another. Uh, but Billy Billy Jean, to to Natalie's point, I think will be the song that is forever associated most w with Michael Jackson. Uh, certainly one of the most. As I said, it was the first song that came out of my wife's mouth when I mentioned it. And to and again to her point, he did he did actually write it. But if you, and I, I mentioned before, I, I'd never really given honest to goodness, deep thought to what my favorite Michael Jackson song was. But if you asked me just like, just to shoot for shoot from the hip, don't, don't think about it. Obviously I've been thinking about it a lot with this bracket, but coming into this bracket, I thought if I were to shoot from the hip without giving it any thought, name your favorite Michael Jackson song was going to, it would have been man in the mirror, uh, which, which makes this difficult. But I think ultimately 
I do have to go with that instinct. I know it's I know it's going to be controversial, and I really I really hate the the look on Natalie's face right now. <laughs> I've been trying not to look at the screen, and I just did. Uh, uh, it's it's a song that. It does, even though it does bring a lot of the introspection uh, and desire to change oneself that that Adam has alluded to. It does bring the fun too. It it has that dynamic that I think is really interesting, and it's just it's a song that that always gets me going, no matter how many times I've listened to it. And even though Billie Jean also does the same thing. It, it's hard to describe why Man in the Mirror does it just that little bit more. And so I'm so sorry, Natalie, and I'm sorry, John, oh, to take the decision out of your hands. But yeah, man, man in the mirror is gonna is gonna get my vote. And you can you can send all all hate mail to Mike at Pub Trivia Experience. Mike, I, I want to thank you for taking it out of John's hands because I was. We know where John would have went. Yeah, we we all know where John's going with this one. Uh, John, do you want to give us a uh, reason why this should be the best Chris Cornell song instead of the best Michael Jackson song? <laughs> Um, Natalie put it all so succinctly as to why it should have been Billie Jean. It should have been Billie Jean. And I'm just going to leave it at that. Thank you, John. We can get together together uh, later and craft an email to Mike as okay. to his offer right. of, a... of sending emails to, to him in protest. It's, it's going to be a lot of me cursing and you editing it. <laughs> you, you don't have to edit it. I can take it. Well, I also want to point uh... out that I was just going to say, Mike, you, you said that Nikki said, ah. your beautiful wife said, it's probably Billie Jean, maybe Man in the Mirror. <laughs> so she knew. She knew what it should have been. I will. Uh, I will actually Sorry, point out that my beautiful wife put "Man in the Mirror" first and said it wasn't even a question. So, if we're going by the uh, the, oh. the the significant others index here, there's uh, there's <laughs> definitely a split decision. Uh, <laughs> so, anyway, "Man in the Mirror" does move on three to two. Uh, there will be a sternly worded letter heading towards Mike. If you have any sternly worded letters, <laughs> please come find <laughs> us on Discord, booze, uh, Pub Trivia Experience, Boozy Bracketology, and deliver those sternly worded letters in person, and uh, we'll all argue about it. It'll be fun. Uh, speaking of things that'll be fun, Scott's going to start us off with our other final four matchup. Who's going to be the, our, the finalist facing off against Man in the Mirror? Scott, want to be starting something or Smooth Criminal? I don't have much left in the tank after that. That was <laughs> that was just brutal. Like Natalie, that was the the best. I think the most well said blurb i've heard in boozy bracketology <laughs> and i've listened to almost every single episode and like Thank my you. heart was breaking as mike started to <laughs> to show his cards into where he was going although i was happy i was also like man um but we must move on um that oh man sorry but that was so tough Th those both of those two like i said were in my top four and natalie it's like picking children you're not supposed to when it's michael jackson songs okay exactly you're supposed right. to say all of them um, but my, so it's men in the mirror, Billie Jean, dirty Diana are three of the four that contend for number one for me. And the other one is smooth criminal. 
So with that in mind, I mean, I think you can see where this is going. Yeah, and because the finals is going to be, I might not be here for that. I might not make it <laughs> to that at this rate. Um, Smooth Criminal, I, just really quickly, it's my favorite of his short films, if you will. Um, just, and honestly, not because of the film, just because of the song itself. Like, might talk about it, you know, last time, like just the, you know, like even doing it now see mike is like you just can't you can't help but but want to start to move to that and you know we mentioned the moonwalk and everything being so classic but you can argue that the the gravity lean is probably the second most famous or iconic uh dance move of his and that in the music video alone just kind of gives this the edge um it's just incredible man it's so good smooth criminal for me all right, Smooth Criminal takes a 1-0 lead, and despite all of the Chris Cornell references I've made during this podcast, I have yet to make an Alien Ant Farm one. So this is your obligatory Alien Ant Farm reference. I don't have anything else to say about that song. It was kind of a mediocre cover, let's be honest. We are moving on to Natalie. I don't know. I haven't regathered myself. No, 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 no. As yet. <laughs> You're not doing it right. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Oh, okay, sorry. I'll try and pull it together. I just want to say that, Adam, you keep talking about when I did like my own bracket, I didn't even do that. I was just like, well, Billie Jean has to win. How do I get on this bracket so that I can make sure Billie Jean wins? When Chris mentioned it in one of the other episodes, he's like, oh, we've got a Michael Jackson bracket coming up. I sat up out of bed, grabbed my phone and messaged him instantly. I need to get on that bracket. Can I please get on that bracket? And here I am. It's done nothing for me. Nothing. But sorry. Okay, rant. Rant over. Welcome to Boozy Bracketology. <laughs> Ruining dreams since like 2020. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so want to be starting something versus Smooth Criminal. Again, we haven't talked all that much about Smooth Criminal because it's just scooted its way through. Um, I probably don't have a huge amount to say for for these two. I feel like I've said a lot about want to be starting something. I've never had a particular affinity with Smooth Criminal. I can appreciate how great it is. And Scott, when you just started doing that little beat from it before, I was like, oh man, yeah, that's that that's very convincing. Um, but I think want to be starting something has has just as many, if not maybe a few more merits. And I don't want it to go down without a fight. It's it's been it's come a long way from its little rank at number 16. So I'm gonna give it my vote and see what happens. All right. Well we're all tied up. Uh, heading to Mike. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I also have, have very little le- little left in the tank, and I'm I'm still feeling this massive weight of guilt on my shoulders. But I'll, <laughs> I'll try and power through. Uh, Je- Jeff, uh, I'll I'll talk about the seating a little bit. The 16 seating in particular of want to be starting something. Uh, you you mentioned that uh, in the history of Boozy Bracketology, you no know, 16 seed has made it this far. That's not entirely true. Uh, in terms of a best of style bracket in boozy bracketology history, you're correct, but a, uh, sorry, spoiler alerts for a now almost two year old bracket. But when we did worst comic book movie, a 16 (laughs) seed actually did, did advance as far. And in fact, won the whole thing. 
Uh, so that that was that's just a little interesting side note of of Boozy. That was a fun ra- random uh, bracket that we did. I think that's is that the only worst of we've ever done? I think it is. I believe uh, so. Yes. Anyway, that, that, that's, just, that's just more of an opportunity. Hey, you want to completely shit on a whole bunch of things? Sure. Come on. Um, <laughs> That that side the side note there is uh, I don't know just a, just a random tidbit of information. These are both great songs, and I think that uh, I think I'm not necessarily sad with with whichever one moves on, but I think that uh, I'm inclined to keep the Cinderella train rolling. Uh, as much as I love Smooth Criminal, uh, I spoke about it a little bit in the previous matchup, and it 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 isn't an it is an infectious song. Uh, and it really does, it really does get you going. So it does want to be starting something. These are both similar, similar songs in that vein. I like that. Um, want to be starting something that's a little, little denser musically. I like that smooth criminal in a way, in its way is a little, little sparer. Uh, not that you could ever really use that description for, with a Michael Jackson song, but as far as, as far as they go, I think it is. So I enjoy both of them, but, um, yeah, just want to be starting something, uh, has that extra little little something that I think just uh that just gets me going. I think I think it's that dynamic shift towards the end that really uh that really just takes it over the top for me. Uh but I do love Smooth Criminal as well. Uh and there's also a little part of me that wants this to be a matchup between across two albums as opposed to two songs from the uh same album. So, I'm going to give one to be starting something my vote. All right, as our uh, low ATP panel here has uh decided that one of you starting something gives a 2-1 lead uh let's move on to our first spies brother john so in my head this is the finals matchup smooth criminal want to be starting something these two deserve to be where they are in my head they should be the final but that's not how the bracket worked out and that's fine um, I'm glad you mentioned Alien Ant Farm. I was going to say I have heard people say that they thought that was the superior version. No, <laughs> not even close. Not even a little. Uh, not even a t- it's a fun cover. It's just that it's a fun cover. Um, Michael Jackson's version is superior. Wanna be starting something is my favorite Michael Jackson song. I'm going to vote it in. Because I have to. Because I have to be true to myself. Despite what happens, either way, I am I love both these songs, but Want to Be Starting Something is my favorite. So it gets my vote. Well, Mama Say, Mama Saw, Mama Kusa. Want to Be Starting Something is in the finals. Adam, did we get this right? Yeah, I'm struggling to make the decision even still now, even though my vote doesn't matter. I'm still absolutely back and forth Um, because to be honest when I yeah did make my own bracket my own personal love of Free Willy had Will You Be There beating uh, Smooth Criminal at this point and going to the finals which I knew wasn't going to happen but it's just my own passion and love of that song and so I I would I never really kind of put these two against each other um I, I love the infectiousness, as we've all said, about want to be starting something. I I love everything about Smooth Criminal. And yeah, 
I I was uh, curious what my brother was going to do because I knew these were two of his absolute favorites. I was kind of hoping he wasn't going to give it to me. But I don't blame him because I was would have gone the other direction. I would have chosen Smooth Criminal. That's my choice. All right. Well, one of you starting something gets its own 3-2 victory. And we're in the finals. This is our last matchup for this bracket. We get to see who, what is the best Michael Jackson song. Natalie's going to be our first panelist, and she is going to cast the first vote between Man in the Mirror and Wannabe Starting Something. A perhaps surprising matchup, but our finals matchup nonetheless. So there's been a few references to the Women's World Cup uh, throughout <laughs> these recordings, and, and I'm finding myself back in the experience of the World Cup final. Do, do I go for the, for the one that beat out my pick? Because, you know, at least you got beaten by the champion. Or do I go the other way just out of spite and revenge <laughs> to take down the one that, that took out my pick? I also just wanted to say, too, Michael didn't get to choose what song they played at his funeral, so if he had of <laughs> We don't know that, Who though. knows? We don't know that. He didn't know. He wasn't, wasn't in palliative care. He wasn't prepared. Yeah, I reckon he would have picked one that he wrote. But that's I need I need to live in the present, not in the past. So so I was like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna try not to be spiteful. I'm gonna try not to be vengeful. I'm gonna try not to be um, oh, I just want that one to lose because it beat us out. I'm gonna try and just actually pick which song do I think is the better song out of these two. Clearly one has a, a much stronger message, clearly one is a lot more um danceable that's not a word but we're going to go with it it's late we've been doing this for a while now uh ultimately I don't know that there's that I have enough knowledge to be able to pick which is the better song in terms of technical knowledge around music but if we were heading towards my funeral and I had one song left to listen to in my life and it was these two which one would I pick I would pick want to be starting something so I'm gonna have to give that my vote Promise it's not spite or revenge. It's literally the one I would listen to if I could only listen to one See, more. You, out of you would be two. ending something. That's the difference. So are you sure? Well, true. Maybe I'd be just trying to kickstart it again. Yeah. One last ditch effort to get a few more years. Right. Well, I guess it's supposed, it depends on your particular cosmology. If you're a Buddhist or a Hindu or something, mm -hmm. you'll be starting another something. Yes. So... <laughs> Yeah, Natalie acts like knowledge of music and music theory and stuff is actually a prerequisite for boozy bracketology panelists, which will come as news to pretty much every other boozy bracketology panelist <laughs> in the history of this podcast. <laughs> but one of you starting something has gotten its one nil lead, and Mike, it's your vote. Well, before I, I cast my vote, uh, when N Natalie mentioned uh, Michael Jackson's funeral again, it reminded me of of, so of just a, an anecdote from around that time. I had a coworker at that time, and very very smart guy, but uh, oddly just extremely clueless in in certain things. And uh, as as y'all will likely remember, at that time, uh, shortly before that, he uh, 
shortly before Michael Jackson passed away, he had announced to, you know, the big, the big tour that he was going to do. This is it. And short, this is it. This is it. This is the last tour. Oh my God. Yeah. (laughs) Shortly before that, somehow his name had come up at lunch and my coworker had said, I don't know. Do people really care about Michael Jackson anymore? And, and it was just, it was just one of those moments because, and then it was like, and then the tour happened and every, and like everybody went completely nuts. And then unfortunately he passed away and everybody went completely nuts in a different way. But it, it was, that was just so, um, I just thought that was so interesting that, that, that he had that perspective and then basically had it, you know, tragically shoved in his face, how completely wrong he was. And here we are. 15 years later and we're having a best Michael Jackson song bracket, which I, you know, still kind of further furthers the point of really dude, like really, (laughs) you know, um, I just, uh, that anecdote popped into my head and I wanted to try to share it because I thought it was funny. Um, and also because I think that at this point, probably my vote is not going to come as a surprise to anybody. Uh, that last vote was brutal. As, as I said, I still kind of feel the, the, weight on my shoulders but i think the last vote was in many ways the the championship for me as much as i love want to be starting something uh man in the mirror is a song that gets me going every time i absolutely love it and um stripping away everything else you know who who wrote it any you know anything of that nature it's just it from a pure musical perspective it, it's the song that does it for me so man in the mirror is going to get my vote here all right and we're tied up at one in the final match john Um, I do not have uh, any such uh, anecdote about uh, dumbass coworkers. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I got more. But much like Mike, uh, my vote should also not come as much surprise as I have already said that want to be starting something. Despite what would have honestly made, even if Billy Jean had made this, my vote still would have gone to want to be starting something because it is my favorite song. So here's to hoping. All right, want to be starting something is taking a 2-1 lead, heading to the other Spees, brother. Are you going to put the lid on this, or is it going to be 2-2? The passion I've brought to the last time Man in the Mirror was in a battle, I, I that tells it all. And I do adore want to be starting something. But I know my love. I know the song that makes me feel all the feels, and I'm very, very curious where Scott's going to go, even though I, I, I hope I know. But the thing is, like, he loves he loves fucking around, you know. Especially you. Yeah, Especially yeah, you, yeah, you, you fuck around when you find out, and Scott is going <laughs> to But it doesn't matter, because I'm going to vote my way, and my way has always been my favorite Michael Jackson song without question and in just perpetuity will be man in the mirror. It's my favorite song. Well, Adam chooses wisely and we have a two to two score in our final. Is anyone going to use a buzzer beater on Scott here? 
Last one. Can I, can I launch yeah. one for Billie Jean? Oh, can I? No, you cannot launch one for Billie <laughs> Jean, Natalie. Yeah. Oh, well, then no, I'll leave it to him. I mean, we, yeah. yeah we, we, we Sam Kerr can... can't take penalty kicks in the finals. It doesn't work that way. Sorry. Uh, did Was there any penalty? Uh, Everything's been laid out. Like, I want to, but the thing is, like, I love my Scott and I love my MJ, and I just believe. That's a buzzer beater. (laughs) That's a buzzer beater. Might as well be one. Sure. Let's call it a buzzer beater. Make it a full buzzer beater, Adam. Let's go. All right. So, yes, exactly. I can use a buzzer beater. So, I'm going to. Um, I understand the choice for the catchy, fun MJ danceable song. But there is something that speaks to your heart with Man in the Mirror. And I think you are a man who is like me, who loves passion, who loves emotion. And it speaks to you more than anything else. So I I think, you know, the Scott that I know would pick Man in the Mirror. And so I just I'm asking you to be the Scott who you truly are. All right, Scott, are you the Scott that is Scott? Or are you a different Scott? <laughs> Can I hear a buzzer beater from John? Oh, are we still I, I, I like, an extra buzzer beater? I feel like I'm choosing between the, the Spees brothers the, here, so I, I want both of them to have a chance. In the history of boozy bracketology. I'll, I'll, throw, I'll throw out a counter buzzer beater. There's no uh, rules here. Uh, yeah, right, whatever. <laughs> do it. <laughs> Battling Listen, Spees brothers. Let's do it. I Here's the thing. I actually hate... When people are like, oh, that can't really be their song. They didn't sing it or they didn't write it. Most people don't write their songs. But in this case, which one of these songs makes you think more of Michael? Yes, Michael's songs can be passionate. But Michael, in his heart, not only was he a singer, he was an entertainer. And a part of that is he is a dancer. He coined so many moves that we all still do or try to do i don't know how many times i've had to explain to my son no that's not how you do the moonwalk (laughs) because that is what we think of of michael as is the total package and you're going to get that total package with wannabe starting something i know you're going to go with your heart it really doesn't matter but i you asked for the counter i'm going to give you the counter I think you should go with is which the song which to me should be more Michael, which is want to be starting something. All right, Scott, do you want to keep the baby or do you want to make that change? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love this. I just got buzzer beaters from the Spees Brothers. Um, man, I can't believe I'm about to say this, but I think Natalie put it best when she brought up. The what song do you want to hear at the end, right? At the end of your life. And I mean, none of us really know what, you know, what that process is like at the end there. But I would imagine that it would make a lot more sense to hear a song that's fun and that makes you like appreciate and enjoy your life. And and, like you want to go out on, on a high note, I would imagine. But the counter argument to that is, wouldn't I also want to go out the same way that MJ did with man in the mirror playing? So it's like, you know, I'm really, I'm really kind of, kind of torn on that. And I I really do feel like I'm choosing between 
the Spees brothers here, and both of them have rubbed me the wrong way throughout this entire bracket. <laughs> I mean, you know, you any I, way I, you want me to rub, buddy. I, 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 I guarantee it. You're my genie in a bottle. Natalie and I, uh, Mike to throw out competing buzzer beaters now, just to even it out. <laughs> maybe. You know, they've both been catalysts on on crusades to get some of my favorites out. Um, the Dirty Dianas and you know some of the other other songs. But I've also rubbed them the wrong way in my choices too. So it's 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 all relative. Um, you know, I think that if someone told me this is your last day on earth, I would start the day listening to Wanna Be Started Something and I'd end the day listening to Man in the Mirror. So I actually think I'd listen to both on my last day because I that seems like a pretty great way to go out, actually, um, with that. It's the best Michael Jackson song and I, I just think that it has to be something that means more to me, and that's Man in the Mirror. So crown it the champion. Well, the drama. We have seen Man in the Mirror run the table and become the champion of the best Michael Jackson song bracket not without some difficulty because there were some very difficult, very interesting uh, decisions along the way. Natalie has made her Michael Jackson doll turn its back <laughs> on the rest of the panelists <laughs> in protest. <laughs> if only, just, if only we had kidding, voted kidding. for one of his protest songs and maybe he wouldn't even have to protest. <laughs> if they oh don't my. care about us, we're still around. <laughs> I knew, I knew you were getting me back for that, Scott. <laughs> the long con. <laughs> the long con. Well, we have had a long and wonderful bracket here. This is, uh, has been a great ride. Thanks to John for putting this bracket together. Uh, we've, we've all had a great time uh, arguing about this. We hope you've had a great time too. If you had, come hit us up on Patreon, drop a couple bucks our way. We would love to have your support. Uh, we'd love to have your discussion over on our Discord at uh, Pub Trivia Experience Boozy Bracketology server. Uh, and as always, this is a uh, wonderful experience, and we hope you continue listening to Boozy Bracketology and continuing learning more about how you should feel about various pop culture properties. <laughs> For Boozy Bracketology, I have been Jeff. I'm Scott. I am devastated. I mean, I'm Natalie. Uh, I'm Mike. <laughs> uh, I am also Natalie. I mean, devastated. I mean, I'm John. <laughs> and I want to be certain something because I'm Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you and good night. Hee <laughs> hee.